I am convinced that there is one key thing that the better we become at it, the better our relationships will be and the happier and more at peace with ourselves we will be as individuals. That thing is called self-differentiation. Self-differentiation is a term that comes to us from Bowen systems theory. And very simply, what it means is that you know where you end and another person begins, and you keep boundaries between the two. Frankly, one of the best explanations that I've ever found for it uh, comes through that, that deep theological text, the movie Dirty Dancing. Hey. We're Unitarian Universalists. We seek out wisdom wherever we can find it. Bible, Bhagavad Gita, Battlestar Galactica, Beyonce, and in this case, Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing. Johnny is a dance teacher, and he is trying to teach the somewhat clumsy character nicknamed Baby, played by Jennifer Grey, how to dance. They're working and working, and finally, in frustration, he says, look, spaghetti arms, this is my dance space, that is your dance space. You don't come into mine, I don't go into yours. Hold the frame. He's talking about dancing, but this is actually a great metaphor for self-differentiation. You have your dance space. Other people have their dance space. You don't go into theirs, they don't come into yours, and you hold the frame. The frame is boundaries, and so you honor their boundaries while still maintaining your own boundaries. So this isn't just about physical space, although uh, consent, especially as we begin to come out of the pandemic, is going to be so important. It's also about emotional and psychological space and figuring out what is in another person's dance space, which they are responsible for, and what is in your dance space that you are responsible for. It seems pretty simple, right? And yet our culture has over and over again taught us the opposite of self-differentiation, um, starting when we were kids. So as a kid, you were probably taught a lesson and now we have to unlearn that lesson. And it is harder to unlearn a lesson than to learn it in the first place. As a kid, most likely unintentionally, unconsciously, you were taught this lesson. You were taught that you were responsible for other people's feelings. Not that you should care about other people's feelings. You absolutely should. Not that there are things that you can do that impact another person's feelings. Absolutely, that's how this all works. But as kids, even in healthy families, we were usually taught that we were responsible for what another person was feeling. If you came from an abusive family, this was crystal clear, 
right? Because if one of your parents was in a bad mood, if they were angry, you got hit or punished in some other way. But even in healthy, loving families, we still send this message, right? How many people have heard that saying, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy? Well, what are we actually saying with that? We're actually saying that mom's mood, that that you need to take control of that, otherwise there's gonna be consequences for what she is feeling. But what she is feeling is within her own dance space, not yours. And by the way, if you're a parent and right now are kind of cringing about this, I know, me too. I did that. In fact, I know that those exact words came out of my mouth. I'm a mom of four. And so I am sure there were many times when I was giving those kids and my spouse the message of, I'm not happy. You should do something about it. Now, this can be, this is, this is not a really easy thing to parse through. So I need you to hang with me. Okay. Our dance space is the area in which we actually have control. Therefore, we have responsibility. And so in my dance space, I am responsible for what I do. I am responsible for what I say, and I am responsible for my own feelings. And there are things that I can say and do that are going to impact another person. I'm not responsible for their feelings. Ultimately, that is in their dance space and they get to decide. But neither is it okay for me to say something like, yeah, sure, I just insulted you, but hey, you're responsible for your own feelings. No, I'm responsible for what I said. I am responsible for what I do. And it's up to me to understand that, of course, that's going to have an impact on other people. The problem is when we cross that boundary, when we go into someone else's dance space and we take on the responsibility for how they feel or what they think, look, that's all happening, you know, heart or mind, that's all happening within them. And so for me to go over to that person and try to shape what they are thinking or feeling is manipulation on my part. And you've probably experienced this at some point yourself. You know, if there's been a time when you were sad and you just needed some time to be sad, but someone else came around you and your sadness made them feel uncomfortable, so they tried to do whatever they could to cheer you up, well, that means that they were encroaching on your boundary. And along with feelings, that whole thinking part, right? We don't want people to think badly of us, but here's the deal. They get to make that decision. We get to control, again, whatever it is that we say and whatever it is that we do. And most likely that will impact what other people feel about us. But at the end of the day, what other people think about us is none of our business. They get to decide. But don't worry. 
just because you know it's not your responsibility to try and shape what someone else thinks or feels doesn't mean that you don't have plenty of work to do on your own here within my dance space I'm responsible again for what I say and what I do but I'm also responsible for my own feelings and this can get really complex yes other people impact my feelings but once I have them, once they're in me, they're my feelings. And I'm the one who is responsible for deciding what I'm going to do with them or not. Here's another metaphor for you. Often our feelings have been impacted by so many other things, right? You've probably seen those Snickers commercials about being hangry. I mean, just being hungry can determine how our emotions are going to go. But deeper than that, we are shaped over our lifetimes of experience. And some of those experiences have left us with unhealed wounds. Um, I refer to this as glass in your arm. Because here's the thing. If you came up to me right now with no glass in my arm, I mean, even if you bumped up against me pretty hard, I'd barely flinch. But if I had even a tiny sliver of glass in that arm, well, goodness, there's no telling. I might wrench away. I might punch you. But the thing is, it's not about being bumped, right? It's about the glass that's in my arm. And I may not have put that glass in my arm. It may have come back when I was a child, as so often our wounds do. But it's my job to try and get it healed. It's my job to do the work of trying to get that glass out of there and get it cleaned up and put on a bandage and even while it's still healing, it's still my responsibility. And it's okay to tell someone else, if they start getting close to that sore arm, hey, I I'm, I'm, have a wound, an unhealed wound right here, and I need you to give me some space while I heal. Now, space is a certain part of self-differentiation, specifically the, the space of, again, knowing where you end and another person begins. But that doesn't mean that you're supposed to turn into an island. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to be disconnected from other people, because that's not healthy either. We have to learn the difference between being connected and being fused. If you're connected with someone, then either one of you can separate whenever you need to. But if you're actually fused, it is as if you have become one person and you can't quite get away from each other. And if this person pulls this way, you're gonna go along with them. Fusion is the opposite of self-differentiation. It's when we kind of lose sight of where we end and the other person begins and, and we don't see ourselves as the separate people who we are. So connection and fusion are two separate things. Here's an example. 
my spouse and I are about to go out in public together. Uh, it's post-pandemic, and so we're going to go to a restaurant, and my husband comes out of our bedroom, and the outfit that he's wearing completely clashes, and I want him to go change because I'm afraid that other people are going to look at me since I'm with him and they are going to judge me. Okay, that's not connection, that's fusion. And I'm being fused in two different directions. First of all, I'm being fused to my spouse because I'm not seeing that he is a different person than I am, and he gets to make his own fashion choices, no matter how horrendous they might be. <laughs> he gets to make those decisions. I get to make my decisions. But I'm also being fused to these nameless faceless people whose opinions I care about. First of all, as I frequently tell my kids, uh, you wouldn't worry about what other people think of you if you knew how seldom they do. But that aside, who if, they, if they're going to judge me for what my spouse is wearing, who cares? I don't even know these people. And he is his own person and I am my own person. Fusion and connection are not the same thing. I mean, I want to stay connected with my spouse and we want to stay connected with our friends and for the people that we're all in church together with. And so we come back again to self-differentiation, but where we're thinking about it not only in terms of ourselves and what is within our dance space, but also withstanding another person being in their own dance space and making their own choices. It can be a challenge, but the more we can work on doing that, on being fully ourselves and not giving up parts of who we are just for the sake of togetherness, whether it's in a church or in a family or in a partnership, but also letting other people be themselves and not asking them to give up parts of themselves in order to have connection and relationship. We each get to have our own feelings. And we each get to have our own thoughts, our own opinions. And yes, sometimes those opinions can be so completely different from ours that the other person will say or do things that mean that we have to put up a pretty firm boundary. But boundaries aren't punishment. Um, boundaries aren't even, if we're doing it right, aren't even protection. Boundaries are about our self-definition. Being able to say, this is who I am. This is what I do in my dance space. And so these are the boundaries. 
Self-differentiation is one of those things that, I don't know, I kind of think it takes more than a minute to learn. I, I the, These are, they're countercultural, and so it can take some time to, to sit with these ideas and kind of work our way through them. Um, but even if we say, okay, you know, five minutes to learn, it's still a lifetime to master. Because the thing is, this isn't something that you can just l- learn from a book. Books are great. And, you know, there are several who, that I can recommend for kind of thinking your way through this. But ultimately, it comes down to practice And we can't practice all alone in our closet at self-differentiation. We have to get out and be around other people, even if it's just on Zoom. We have to interact. And most likely, we have to make mistakes. That's how we learn at this. That's how we get better at this. And the closer we are to people, the more difficult it can be. I have been in a deep and intensive study of this for more than a decade, but I will tell you, when I get around my family of origin, I'm not going to say that it all goes out the window. I, I hope that I have made some progress during this time. But boy, I'm sure making so many mistakes. You know, like the saying goes, your family can push your buttons because they're the ones who installed them. But the more we practice, the better we get at it. And it will ripple out the more you personally work on this, the more other people will be affected by your learning. And for a church, the more people who are working on this and supporting each other in working on this, the healthier that church will get. This is my dance space. That's your dance space. You don't come into mine. I don't go into yours. Hold the frame.